but you want to be at a place of inspiration. So you, you're in the right mindset when you're setting your goals for the year, the upcoming decade, the upcoming month, the upcoming week. You want to be in a place where your energy is flowing and it's positive. Welcome to the Doer's Journey podcast, the podcast that will motivate and inspire you to not only be a hearer, but to start being a doer. Because you know deep in your heart that there's so much more in you. The purpose of each episode is to provide you with actionable steps that you can take to assist you in your journey towards your goals. We will have topics that are relevant to you, and you'll hear from experts and influencers that will provide you with information you can take action on. I'm your host, Carlos Frank, Now let's be doers and dive into this episode. All right. Hey, 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 Doers Journey family. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. And you know what? It is that time of the year. That time of the year where we all start reflecting back on the last 12 months. And then we start reflecting on the next 12 months ahead of us. And that's the time of the year where we talk about goals and some people talk about New Year's resolutions. And today I actually wanted to share with you. I actually I literally just got off of a Zoom webinar with a multi multimillionaire. I'm talking about somebody who has a net worth of over a hundred million dollars. And I was on this webinar with him and I've had the, I've been fortunate that I've been able to actually connect with this person on social media. They're also an author. So I have a couple of their books and I'm also in a couple of groups that they're in. And I want to share with you what this person shared with me about goal setting. So we're, that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. I wanted to share that real quickly with you and have this conversation. Now, before we get into that, let me share with you this week's TDJ five star review of the week. This week's review comes from E White 41, and he says, amazing. In a time where many people are looking for hope, along comes a hero who is laying the blueprint for what it means to move from stagnation to application. This podcast gives life to others. I will be sure to play all these episodes while driving or while sitting in my office. Thanks, Carlos. Well, thank you, EY41, for sharing that review. And thank you to everyone that shared a review, gave us a rating. If you haven't done so, please go out there. Take a moment. If you've gotten any value out of this podcast, any value out of the interviews and the conversations that you've heard, I'd be honored if you go out there and give us a five-star rating and a review. All right, so let's get into this. I just wanted to share with you Real quick, some of the top things that uh, his name is David Osborne. I guess I should introduce him. And David is the author of a book called Wealth Can't Wait. He's also the author or one of the co-authors of The Miracle Morning for Millionaires. So if you listen to the last episode, which is episode 34, where we talk about the power of morning habits, uh, you heard about the or I talked with you about the book called The Miracle Morning and how you can establish morning routines that can help you start your day off on a great note. Uh, David is actually the co-author of the Miracle Morning for Millionaires. So the Miracle Morning is almost like a chicken soup for the soul. Uh, Hal has created a series of books for 
teachers, for entrepreneurs, for network marketers, for parents, uh, for college students. And one of those books is for millionaires. And it's actually a book that I am currently reading right now during my morning routine. And I've been fortunate to connect with David. We're not bosom buddies or anything, but I fly on the wall and kind of seeing how he moves about in life, how he, he interacts with people. He's also one of the founders of a group called Go Abundance, which is a mastermind of, I would just say, a mastermind of millionaires. You actually have to have a certain net worth to even qualify to be a part of Go Abundance. And so I've just admired the way that David moves about life uh, and what he does. He's created a high net worth, but I also hear him talk a lot about goals. And when I had the opportunity to jump on a live Zoom call with him, I jumped at it. And I want to share with you some of the high level stuff that I did learn, because uh, here's one thing that I've learned in life. If you want to really learn something and you want to uh, get it inside of you so it becomes a part of you, the quicker that you actually teach it, the faster that it can get ingrained inside of you, because now you're not just listening or hearing. You're also now going out and teaching. And of course, as we know, with this being the Doer's Journey podcast, we take it to another level. We go beyond hearing and we go out there and we start doing it. So not just being a hearer, but also going out there and being a doer. So I want to sh share with you what David shared, some of the high level things that David shared about goal setting. Because we're at that part of the year, you know, we all are setting goals or I shouldn't say all, but I could guess that if you're listening to this podcast, more than likely you're a goal setter. And if you're not a goal setter, you've definitely thought about it or you know the value of setting goals. You know the power of setting goals. You've heard about the power of setting goals, of writing goals down, of taking action, of, of stating your goals in a certain way and making your goals smart, measurable, attainable, time rest uh, restrictive, right? So that's the part of the year we're at. And I'm actually looking at some things. I might be putting some things together for the listeners of this podcast. So keep an ear out for that. If we get enough interest, we might actually create a group where we get together and you and I will kind of be accountability partners. But I'll share a little bit about that more a little bit later. But let's talk about what David shared on this pod or not this podcast, but what he shared in this uh, Zoom call with a group of us. So one thing David talked about is when it's time to set your goals, it's to go to a place of inspiration. And what did he mean by that? A place of inspiration. So not somewhere where you're bored, you know, where you're sitting around and you're like, OK, here I go. I got to set my goals for the year because this is the time everybody does it and blah, blah, blah. No, that's not even the right state of mind that you want to be in. So David, all David talked about all of us going to some place where we're inspired. And for all of us, that's a little different. I think David talked about being outdoors. That really inspires him and being that environment. You know, some people, it might be the coffee shop where you go to. It might be where you go outside or go to the beach. It might be in the forest. It might be you go to your vacation home or whatever it is, your beach house. Or maybe you, you go and get a hotel for the weekend. 
And that's just a place where you're inspired. Maybe it's just being out sitting in a bench. Or for you, it might be the gym or whatever it is. It might be just as simple as your home office. But you want to be at a place of inspiration. So you're in the right mindset when you're setting your goals for the year, the upcoming decade, the upcoming month, the upcoming week. You want to be in a place where your energy is flowing and it's positive. So you can think big and not think small and not have anything, you know, blocking you from actually setting goals that you want to set. All right. So that's one of the things that he shared. One of the first things he said is go to a place of inspiration. Then he talked about setting goals in different areas of your life. And he called that the gardens of your life. And he called it the garden. If you think about it, a garden in order for a garden to flourish You have to take care of it. You have to water it. You have to take care of the ground. You have to make sure, you know, rodents and and all these things don't come in and try to eat up your garden. So he talks about those are obviously areas that are very important to you. So what are the gardens of your life? And again, for each of us, it's different. He actually shared that there's eight areas or eight gardens that he actually takes care of. Um, And but for all of us, it could be different. You know, for me, when I think about gardens, I think about my spiritual life. I think about family life and my relationship with my wife, Cindy, and my kids, relationships with my friends. Uh, I think about health. I think about finances and wealth. Uh, David also talked about uh, contribution, education, your environment. So what are different areas that you could set goals in You sit down, you get in that environment that is inspirational to you, and you sit down and you write out goals in those areas because those are areas that are important to you, areas that you need to take care of, areas that motivate you and inspire you, and areas that you want to set goals in and obtain those goals and take action towards those goals. All right. So that's the second thing. Areas that you want to you want to set goals in. You can call it the gardens of your life or important areas or whatever you want to call it. But that's what David was calling them. So now the next thing that David uh, talked about that really resonated with me, he said, we need to be careful that we set goals and not intentions. And I'm going to I'm going to repeat that. He said, make sure you're setting goals and not intentions. And this is where we really need to make sure we actually know what a goal is. And here's a great example that uh, David shared. He said, a lot of people, a lot of us set goals, something like I want to be fit or I will be fit. Well, that's an intention. You want to be fit. You want to be healthy. That's not really a goal because a goal is measurable attainable it's time sensitive um, and the biggest thing is it's measurable how do you measure being fit how do you measure being happy how do you measure having a marriage you know how do you measure having a good relationship with your child or your best friend those aren't really measurable those are just intentions you know you intend to be healthy you intend to have a good relationship you intend to be happy But what David said was, I believe this to be true, that your goal really needs to be measurable. So instead of saying, I want to be fit, 
another way to improve on that is to say, I will work out 240 times in the year 2021. So you've set a goal of working out 240 times. So that's very measurable. That's very trackable. You can look up and say three months from now and you've only worked out four times. You haven't really been tracking towards your goal. Now, what that does do is say, hey, I'm three months into the year and I've only worked out four or five times. My goal was to work out 240. It's time for me to crank it up. And I like what he said, too, because he said, hey, instead of saying, hey, I'm going to work out five times a week, set your goal out there for the full year. And then that actually does equate to working out about five times a week. But you're thinking more long term because what can happen is you might only you might have a one a full week where you don't work out. And now you're feeling bad about yourself and you're looking back, say, oh, man, uh, I already uh, didn't accomplish one of my goals, which was work out five times a week. And now you're feeling bad, putting yourself down and you might not keep on pursuing your goal. But if you have the goal of working out 240 times during the year and you have that week because life happens or whatever and you end up not working out, you're still okay because your goal is for the full year. Now, of course, you break that year down uh, from the into the month, into the weeks and all that. But again, if you happen to miss a part of your goal because of whatever life throws at you, it's okay because you have that longer term goal of 240 workouts. And then another thing, you know, better marriage. What does a better marriage look like for you? Maybe you set a goal and to have, uh, what is it, 12 months in a year, you have 24 dates with your spouse that you go out where it's just you and your spouse because you know if you have a date with your spouse that that will help improve your marriage because that's quality time with your wife. That's alone time, time you can spend, you can talk, you can laugh, you can nourish your relationship and the benefit, the collateral benefit of doing those 24 dates or however many you want to do. If you want to do 52 dates during the year, that equates out to about one date per week with your spouse. Again, you set out the 52 and it's for the year and then you break it down. That might be whatever, four a month or four plus a month. That equates to about one per week. But in case you don't get that one per week, you say, hey, I'm still good. I can just maybe we go out two times this coming week. OK, so you are you getting some of the, the patterns in this? So, yes, you want to be more fit, but what do you have to do to get more fit? Well, if I work out 240 times during the year, I'm going to be more fit. <laughs> and then you break it down from there. OK, what do you need to do to get more fit? Maybe you go out and you have to buy some dumbbells or you got to go out and get some running shoes or maybe you do go out and invest in a gym membership. So you break the goal down even more now with your spouse or with your kids spending more wife with or time with your kids you want to say hey we're going to have 52 uh family dinners together during the year minimum and i know for some people that's not that many you want to have it once per day whatever it is is you, you just break the goal down and so i really like what he said about that so we got to make sure when you're looking at your goals especially if you've already set them make make sure that you've set a goal and not an intention. All right. 
So now the last thing I'm going to share. First of all, we talked about go to a place of inspiration. We talked about the gardens of your life and we talked about goal setting goals and not intention. The last thing that really resonated with me that I want to share with you is adding a peer group or getting involved in a peer group or an accountability group. Some people call it a mastermind or getting an accountability partner that has been one of the greatest things that's uh, that I've implemented in my own life that has allowed me to achieve a lot of the goals that I've set here over the last several years. And that's getting an accountability partner, getting somebody that can hold you accountable to the goal that you've set. Of course, you want to commit to yourself, but it's easy to let yourself down because you know what? Nobody else knows. Nobody else knows that you, you've committed to having those 24 dates during the year. Nobody else knows that you've committed to working out 240 times. Nobody else knows that you've committed to setting, uh, saving and investing or whatever, or buying at least two pieces of property during the year. But when you get an accountability partner or you become part of an accountability group, a peer group or a mastermind group, that's a game changer. Because now you're sharing your intimate goals with other people that you've given permission to help hold you accountable to that. And then you also give them permission to hold you accountable. <laughs> and I know I just said that, but they hold you accountable by holding your feet to the fire. So if you have a certain level of activity that you're supposed to do and you don't do it, they're going to ask you why. And they're not going to accept any excuses from you because you said you wanted to set those goals or attain that goal. Now it's a matter of, all right, now it's time to be a doer and not just a talker. Because I know with you watch or listening to this, you're a doer. You want to be a doer. You don't want to just be a talker. You don't want this to be we're coming up on a new year. You don't want another year where you're back and saying, man, I set goals or a New Year's resolution which is how those things normally go, and you don't accomplish that goal. So I encourage you, go out there and get an accountability partner, even if it's just one person, somebody that can hold you to a high level of accountability towards your goals. Or you get a peer group, and this can be free, and part of free kind of how you pay each other is holding each other accountable, coaching each other up, or it can be paid. There's been accountability groups where I've had to pay to get in and I've gotten a lot out of those. And I've also gotten a lot out of I'm part of a mastermind group right now with three people. And we get a lot out of it. We hold each other accountable. We say our certain goals. We have our certain gardens of life that we talk about. Actually, in this group, there's three main ones that we talk about. We talk about family. We talk about health and we talk about business. And I might actually take what I learned from David from this and actually apply it, you know, some more gardens that we might talk about. But we hold each other accountable. And there's been some amazing things that we've accomplished over the last uh, year or so that we've met and we've talked in this group. And then I have another mastermind that I actually have uh, with my brother. And we talk and we mass. It's a little less formal. But we talk about certain things and, and a lot of it has to do around investments and things like that that we're working on. And so that's kind of a, a mastermind that we have and a peer group, an ability group that we talk through. OK, so 
I hope you got something out of that. I just wanted to share that with you. And like I said, keep your ears out. Um, um, if you're interested or you'd be interested in being part of an accountability group or a peer group within the TDJ community, send me an email at carlos at thedoersjourney.com about your interest in being part of that. What I'm thinking about putting together is this peer group, this mastermind group where we start at the beginning of the year. We hold each other accountable and we'll have a private Facebook group. And I'm actually going to use a system that I've used in the past, a system that actually helped me write my first book, helped me with my first real estate investments and just helped me accomplish a lot of goals. And it's a system of daily accountability. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of benefits in it. But I want to see first if there's any interest, you know, before I go and put it out there. So hopefully you got something out of this. You know, if you get a chance, go out there and get one of David's books, whether it's Wealth Can't Wait. I actually have that book on Audible. And then also you can look at The Miracle Morning Millionaire. And I actually put a, a uh, link to that in the show notes so you can get right to it. But I really appreciate it, David, uh, sharing this information with me on the Zoom call. And there was other people on the call. It wasn't just me and David. But, you know, I, I like to take those things personally. But it was just great hearing from a multi, multi millionaire. So he's somebody I listen to, especially when it comes to wealth. And, you know, that's just something you and I need to look out for people who have actually who has accomplished what you want to accomplish. Go out there and see if you can establish a relationship with them, even if it's like one that I have with David, where it's it's long distance. It's almost like I'm on a fly, I'm a fly on the wall and I've been fortunate. You know, he accepted my friend request, but we're not sending messages and phone calls and hanging out one day. You never know. We'll see. I might be a part of GoBundance one day. But for now, I'm just gleaning and learning from David, from his books that he's written, from this information that he shares. And I just wanted to share this with you. So hopefully you got something out of that, learning from a multimillionaire on how they set goals. Again, go out there, check out those resources that David has out there. And if you'd like to get more information about this, this mastermind group that I'm looking at possibly creating, if there's enough interest, again, send me an email at carlos at thedoersjourney.com and we'll talk and we'll see what we can put together for you. Well, I appreciate you, Doer's Journey family. I appreciate you listening to this episode. I want you to go out and finish this year strong. And I want you to go out and go into the next year and start it fast with these goals that you're setting, that you're actually looking to and you're committing to accomplishing over this next year. I'll talk with you soon. But until then, go out there, make it a great day. And remember, don't just be a hearer. Go out there and be a doer. Thank you for listening to the Doer's Journey podcast. If you'd like to connect on social media, you can go to Instagram or Facebook and search the Doer's Journey podcast and we'll connect there. And also subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating. By leaving us a rating, you let us know how we can help you on your Doer's Journey and you also help other people find this podcast. Now go out there, make it a great day, and remember... Don't just be a hearer, go out there and be a doer.